and welcome to episode number um um wait wait it's it's the we're episode number 23 of split the screen did you just count that quickly very quickly yeah uh i'm biggest benus and i'm otherwise known as just call me ben and i'm joined by the one the only ed nightingale hello i hope hello and ed might sound a bit more you know a bit clearer a bit, bit clearer today. yeah a bit louder because he has a uh a special arm i've got an arm now and a proper thingy oh look at that i feel very pro very 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 um pete says ed's looking very smart is that a new trim have you had your ears lowered how do you know I've never heard that never heard that expression have you had your ears lowered <laughs> No, I do have very small ears there. Uh, yes, no, this is a new trim. Thank you. you it's amazing how ears. much a haircut can make a difference. Like, you, feel... you feel so good afterwards, just having a good old head massage and a proper trim. And uh, yeah, as people have, I'd, have, yeah, you do have very small ears. That's weird. I do have very small ears. Look at those. I've been told that before. Oh. Well, there we go. We learned something new. Yeah, um, let's not take that any further. As, uh, How are you, Ben? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Speaking of tiny body parts, uh, no, let um, let's make it will make Ed SMR easier if you're doing that. If you're a little bit That's closer, coming a bit later. I bet it is. Uh, but, you know, I've been uh, I've been good, chilled. We're a bit later today than normal, so I don't know. It won't be the world's longest podcast, I don't think. Although we do have some exciting stuff I mean, lined up in the future, we've got don't lots we? to talk about. We've got we've got some ASMR. We've got lots of questions. We'll we might just pick everyone. No, we'll we'll get we'll pick like the two favorite Pokemon cards. If anybody didn't uh, tune in last week, you missed just the the amount of perverted Pokemon card openings you could ever imagine. Well, who knows what we're going to find this time? Do we'll get anything better than out. a Sizzlipede? Who knows? I'm still I'm still a big fan of the cum pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway, enough about you. Uh, what uh, what are we? Uh, what have you been playing? What's been splitting your time this week, Ed? Let's go into it. Um, what's been splitting my time? So I've had two games this week, uh, two reviews to do. Uh, very important. Um, mm. The first of which was Returnal on PlayStation Five. Are you going to Returnal which... to it? I will. I will. I haven't played it since Monday, and I haven't. I didn't finish it as well. As much as I wrote a review, I wasn't going to call it a review because I essentially played it for a weekend. And that's weird. Because I said review when I read it. I know. Well, for (laughs) SEO purposes, apparently it needs to be on. Um, But yeah, it's. I haven't finished it, so I wouldn't say it's a definitive view of the game necessarily. But it's my view of the game after a weekend, um, which I. I'm very, very much enjoying. Um, I feel like it's a game that is not for everyone. It's a bit of an acquired taste. And partly that's because it is difficult. But also, I think the the core of the game really is about hostility. You land on an alien planet and everything wants to kill you. Um, and it's kind of like, how long can you survive? Can you find the signal that you're aiming for or will you die? And it's a roguelike, so every time you die, you go back to the start. Um, but everything is out to get you. And I, like I read a review on, on Eurogamer that said that the game doesn't want to be played. It's like it makes everything really difficult for you. It doesn't explain itself very well. 
you constantly die it's very difficult and i completely agree with that but i think if you if you buy into it then there's a lot to love if you if you do i read that um, it's like it feels unfair at times where if you're on a run it might be just a run like that it's there's so much rng involved that you might just have a terrible run and it's not your fault it's because they won't give you anything good i mean you can do but that's that's also just the that's the nature of roguelikes really mm. um so i think part of For the some reason that it you feels... can like some roguelikes you can change the way that you play a game like if you're only get if you've got like a really good ranged weapon or if you're stuck with a melee weapon then obviously it changes the style that you play but sometimes you just get a, a shit hand yeah i mean i think hades has very much set the new standard of of what roguelikes are and the thing with that is that even when you die you still progress you still get story you still level up your character um so you still feel, feel like you're getting somewhere with that and there are modes to make it easier for you so that everyone can enjoy it and that's great this game is not that <laughs> um you do you do feel like you're progressing you do upgrade certain things you you continue with currency um you unlock shortcuts and abilities but I think what makes it feel more punishing is that there is a lot of exploration in the game. In a lot of ways, it feels like a Metroid game more than anything. I think it's, it's a lot of different things in one. It's a roguelike. It's a third-person shooter. It's an arcade bullet hell shooter. It's a Metroid exploration game. It's a horror game. Like, there's all these different things in one, which sort of feels like Netflix's algorithm of, like, what can we do to tick boxes and make something that people like? Um, but... There is a lot of exploration in there. Um, the world, it's not like Hades where it's linear rooms one after the other. It is creating a world um, and it branches off in all different directions in this in this huge alien labyrinth. Um, so it's not just linear progression and it means that you have to backtrack a lot um, to, to decide where you want to go. There's not really necessarily an end point to the level. I mean, there is. But it's up to you to decide, well, what point do you want to face the boss or jump mm. to the next level? It's, it's it's your choice. And there's risk reward in that. But it's all about unlocking abilities to to go backwards and find other other areas and other routes. So you invest a lot of time into it by doing all that exploration because it's very much needed uh, in order to to be strong enough to, to progress. And because of that, you invest so much time in each run that when you do die, it's like, oh my God, I've lost so much progress because you've put so much time into it, mm. um, which can feel punishing and frustrating. Yeah, so I, I appreciate that. There's not enough time in the day that I would... Uh, those type of games, like even a Souls game where I have to kind of run for a couple of minutes to get back to a boss. Like for me, I'm like, I'm not, I can't be bothered. Give me... Uh, that's why something like Celeste is perfect for me. I'll die constantly, 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 but they'll put you instantly back in the same area and you just go again. Like, I need that. I, if it's a challenge to get back to where you were and you're probably going to fail again, I'll just give up. Yeah, I mean, not to sound Dark Soulsy, but, like, there is a lot of satisfaction in, in getting where you want to get to and finally beating that boss. And when you defeat a boss, you don't have to do it again. It unlocks a shortcut. And often you can skip. So, for instance, you can skip from level one to three once you've got to level three. Um, so you then can entirely skip level two, mm. which reminds me quite a lot of... Um, now I forgot what it's called, which is annoying. Um, that other roguelike that came out a couple of years ago. Dead Cells? Dead one. 
Dead Cells, that's the one. Great. It reminds me of Dead Cells, the way that you can sort of jump across levels quite quickly and take different routes, mm. um, which I really like. So you do feel like you're progressing because you, you're unlocking things as you go. Yeah. But it is tricky. But it's it for me, it really thrives on atmosphere. It feels like it's got so much alien in it, which I know you're an expert in now, having watched the films. Um, there's a lot of alien in there. It's so claustrophobic and oppressive mm. um, and sort of isolated. Um, it has amazing atmosphere. It feels great to play. It's also a great showcase for the PS5. Um, yeah. PS5 partly because it looks this. Well, exactly. Partly because it looks pretty. Partly because, yes, you die, but it immediately loads and throws you mm. straight back. So there's no load times or anything. It's just, it's immediate. But also the way it uses haptic feedback um, in terms of different button presses or, or different sort of feedback and rumbles in your hands for different things. So... For instance, your your alt fire, once it recharges, there'll be a certain type of little rumble that's unique that you sort of feel, okay, now it's ready, rather than seeing it on the screen or, or hearing it. So it's sort of really showcasing what the controller can do as well, which is which is great. Um I feel I feel like it's been put in a bit of a weird position. Um I suspect that it probably was meant to be a launch game. Or there were meant to be other games that were also out around now. But because so many things have been pushed back, it's been given a really prominent position. And I think a lot of people are now playing it, yeah. expecting it to be this amazing, like, AAA experience. And it kind of isn't. Like, it's a roguelike. It's sort of got indie roots to it. Mm. Um, it's an arcade shooter. It, it's not this big, grandiose adventure. And I think people are, th are thinking, oh, it's this big exclusive. It's a, it's a real priority. And I'm not sure if it ever was meant to be, but it's getting a lot more attention than it would have done, I think. Yeah. I, I've saw people say that they might, though they're listening. Did they say that they're listening when people are saying, like, can we have a, a save in, like, mid-run and stuff? Because can't some runs be, like, three hours? Yeah, so because you put so much time into it, runs can be very long. Mm. Um, and there is no way to save in the middle of a run. And I sort of see it in the sense of it's a roguelike. The point is, if you die, you go back to the beginning. And if you can save partway through, can you go back to a save point or not? But surely if they make it a one-off save that once you reload it, it disappears and you just carry on. Um, but yeah, if you if you die, you go right back to the beginning. You have to leave your PS on in rest mode if you want to carry on or you have to just sit through the run. And they've basically said, yes, we, we hear you, but they haven't said that they're actually going to change anything. So... Stick an easy mode in. Fine, I'm not playing three hours and dying and then losing everything. Fuck that. <laughs> it's it is satisfying when you get there, and I think if you persevere, it it the first few runs are confusing because it doesn't explain itself. But once you once it clicks, it even the repetition is really fun and really satisfying. Um, but it is I fully appreciate it is not a game for everyone. Like it it's an acquired taste. Yeah, and I think it's for me. But you know, if I get a free copy, I'll play a bit. Hint, hint. Yeah. If any uh, anybody from uh, PlayStation is listening, I will play a bit. And I might get angry. I might die like twice and go, right, that's it. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah and Neroxon says you don't die all the time and you have a lot of fun exploring each of the biomes. And because it changes every time, you have to really explore to find little secrets and you'll uncover different things each time. So it's worthwhile exploring. So even though you're taking a lot of time, it's still fun. So I'm... Honestly, I'm I'm having a great time with it, and I'm looking forward to returning back to it. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, if you had an easy mode I'll, with save on every uh, every place that you enter, fine, I'll play it. 
It won't happen. It won't happen. Give me a chill game. I've been playing a lot of uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Now that is a lovely chilled game. Trying to get the platinum on that. And uh, yeah. That is a game that I just chill with for an hour or two at the end of the day. Going and uh, clearing out a bandit camp or doing some of the side stories, which are also very chilled, very relaxing. They're not going to put you on the edge of your seat. Um, they follow the same strategy. And I've just been enjoying that game, really. Just plays so well on PS uh, on, P on the PS5. It seems to me like it's chilled in the way that Assassin's Creed is chilled, in that it's sort yeah. of a bit mindless, and you can just oh, tick yeah. away at a load of missions and just sort of appreciate the surroundings. It is, but it feels like all the stuff that you do is based, is made for a samurai game, whereas Assassin's Creed is just like copy-pasted in, let's go to a generic point in history and do everything that you do in an Assassin's Creed game in this, yeah. with this theme. Whereas this, like you do haikus, um, you're going and uh, like going and praying at this temple or at a, a stone or whatever they are. Um, you're also doing some side quests that are kind of based on uh, Japanese folklore or this type of stuff. It's yeah, it's a lot more grouped together, and it all it just flows so well. It doesn't feel out of place or kind of just cookie cutter. You know, from each Assassin's Creed to the next cohesive. one. Cohesive. Cohesive, yeah. I was going to say... Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to say cohesive, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Fine. I mean, it's it's downloaded. It's ready to be played. It's probably going to be like August by the time we get around to it, but yeah. fine. Homogenous. That was what I was looking for. That doesn't oh, right. Homog another excellent word. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Homogenous. Mod. Mod. Homogenous. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> but, I mean... you. We'll we'll go on to the other big game in a second, but I I might have bought a console in the last week. <gasps> well, I think I bought it before that? last time, but it arrived. Yes, I got my Xbox Series X. Oh, it's and what really... was the first game that you played on it? Um, Forza Horizon Four, because I wanted to test out the um what it looked like because I wanted to make sure I played some games that were kind of Xbox Series X upgrades and it was fun I totally forgot that I had played almost nothing of that game uh, so yeah I played a little bit of that but oh it's just so that game pass is just the value for that is brilliant because I've bought this yeah Series X I've got it but I don't think I'll ever buy a game for it like there's no need for me to ever buy a game for it because if it's out on a different console I'll probably get it on PS5 uh, PS5 if it's and if it's not, it'll be on Game Pass. Like, there's no need for me to buy a game specifically for the Series X. Um, I mean, when it comes to PS5 and Series X, it's pr like, practically the same, isn't it? I think if you've ever seen yeah, comparisons, PS5 maybe has a slight advantage on some of them, except for, like, I think Hitman was one where it wasn't. But apart from that, the yeah, the Series X is just, uh, yeah, just a stunning game, a stunning console, and I've got it coupled up to the TV so I can go and play some games that I would normally only play on PC, really. Like um, Ori and Tetris Effect, uh, whatever it's called, Connected, and uh, some things like that. And also Dave, has, uh, my partner, has been just playing on that and uh, kind of downloading. But he was like, he downloaded Zoo Tycoon. I was like, this is fun. And then an hour later, he was like, yeah, it was terrible. I just, yeah, I got rid of it. That's not a, good, that's not a console controller game. That's a, yeah. that's a PC game for but sure. But he also downloaded and played a lot of Tetris Effect Connected. And then stopped and then came back the next day and all progress had lost, had been lost. So 
don't know what happened there. Ooh, that would piss me off. <laughs> yeah, he was a bit annoyed, but you know, enjoyed it. But yeah, I, I think the only thing is that ultimately you don't own the games. So at any point they could be like, oh, this is off now. And if you didn't yeah. play it then, then you've lost your chance. But it seems as if at least new releases they want to add on to Game Pass straight away. So mm -hmm. if you just want to keep ticking yeah. away at whatever's new, then it's the perfect way to do that. And for there's what, a few like games I want a month. Yeah, there's a few games I just want to blast through. And, uh, and that's what I'm doing. Like, the okay, I'll tell you the games that I've got currently downloaded. Uh, oh, all 367 games? No. Uh, let's say, how big is your hard drive? It's actually a ter uh, terabyte, which is, I think, is that bigger than the PS5? Or is that? That's the same. Oh, okay. It just feels like, well, PS5 downloads, you know, there's nothing on there. Okay, these are not mine. But I'll tell you the ones that I've downloaded. Spirit Farer, because I've got that on um, Switch, but I thought I'd play mm -hmm. it chilled on there. Um, GTA 5 just to see what it's like. No, no, Dave downloaded that. Uh, Final Fantasy XII, Zodiac Excellent. Age. I've downloaded Empire of Sin, because that came out quite recently, and I didn't realize that was on Game Pass. Ooh, what's that? Uh, that's the noir one. We saw, I think we saw a trailer for it. The, the noir detective sure, okay. kind of, it looked interesting. <laughs> the reviews were pretty good, quite good. So it's only like nine gigabytes as well. Um, Halo, the Master uh, Chief Collection. Good, good. Tetris Effect Connected, yeah. The two Ori games and Forza 4. And Dave has downloaded Zoo Tycoon, The Sims 4, Scream Ride, Disneyland Adventure. <laughs> actually walk around fucking Disneyland. Uh, GTA 5 and Goat Simulator. And he said it was a bit glitchy. <laughs> like you just get stuck in, in so walls. It's like contrast in your tastes. Slightly, yes. <laughs> Don't worry, I know how to delete them. I'll just be going on and be like, delete, delete. But that's the great thing about Game Pass is like, yeah, you can download what just he wants. Try it out, yeah. see what you think. And if it's shit, delete it. Yeah, I think I need to teach him how to delete them because I'm pretty sure he doesn't play any of those games anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's also a game called Rain space. on Your Parade, which looks fun as well, where you play as a cloud. Yes. I, that I, that is on my radar. I think I downloaded it actually, and I haven't started it, but I really, really want to give that a go. It looks yeah. like Untitled Goose Game, but with a cloud. Yeah, that looks fun. I uh, he said he played a bit and he enjoyed it. But... Yeah. yeah, there we go. That's my Xbox. I'll let you know, and I'll um, keep downloading. Apparently, Miss Bavin says Kiki Hills did Disneyland Adventure, and it was wonderful. They used to work there and talked about how realistic it was in the game. Brilliant. Well, Dave loves watching those YouTubers that go Inside around. The knowledge. Yeah, they go around Disneyland and stuff, so it'd be nice to actually I walk around. Love a good theme park YouTube video where it's like the POV of being on the roller coasters, mm, especially now same. when like you can't go anywhere. Yeah, you're like, great, I'm gonna like go to Disney Japan and see what all the rides are. Yeah, I, and I told that. you before there was one person that went to uh, uh, Port Aventura in Spain, and I'm actually on their video. <laughs> you did say that. That's mm. one of your few stories that you yeah. Told us. <laughs> Some people might be new here. <laughs> This is true. On my sixth, I know we're only twenty-two episodes in. I'm already uh, on like the third repetition of certain stories. Fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So that's it, really. Nothing else. I don't think you've been playing anything else, have you? Well, there's another game that took over my time, um, and that's a little game that is out tomorrow called Resident Evil Village. Oh, I've heard of that. Have you? Is it? Isn't it? Resident Evil 8 Age. I think that's how it's stylized now. 
No, it's it's village. <laughs> um, yeah, which I I was very grateful to receive on Tuesday, and the embargo for reviews was Wednesday. <laughs> so, but luckily, it's I only like three hours out. long, isn't it? Well, it's 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 eight hours if you're counting. Um, I uh, I finished it last night at about one in the morning uh, and wrote the review today. So I have raced through it in like two days. Now um, I'm going to be playing this tomorrow on stream from 2 p.m. So I'm going to try and start my stream a bit earlier and then start bang on 2 p.m. So I'm going to be making sure that Ed does not do any spoilers here. Um, but so your general, because maybe next week we can be a bit more in depth with it. Yeah. So, so the review is out. Um, so go, it's on Pink News. Go, go read that if you want to. It's not spoilery, but it's probably a bit more in depth than I'll say now. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because I know you, you want to play it. Loads of people in chat want to play it. And it's the kind of game that you sort of want surprises when you go in there. Like you, you don't want to know too much. Um, so I will give you some very general thoughts. Can I ask you a question? Um, you can. Does it lose its way a little bit halfway like most Resident Evil games? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it does. They do, they do that, don't they? <laughs> it's a staple of the series. Um, Someone's, I saw someone comment that like the first half of every Resident Evil, you are the hunted, and then like the second half, you become the hunter in a bunch of Yeah, them. as soon as you get the Magnum <laughs> or, yeah. the, or the grenade launcher. Um, yeah. Oh, but then which... I never use the grenade launcher because I just save it for that time when I need it and I never need it. Well, Okay, so because I played seven recently, mm. and we played it on easy mode just to whip through it um, super quickly, and this was me and my partner playing it together, and oh, we literally—I was like, right, we need to save all the ammo because you've got to save it for the bosses. It's gonna be really hard. Mm. So we went through the entire game just using the pistol. Got to the final boss, which died in about two hits from a grenade launcher, and I was like, oh, I've got all this ammo, mm. and I shouldn't have—I shouldn't have saved it. So this time. I made an effort to actually use everything. I feel like um, Resident Evil 2 Remake was a, maybe a bit better for that. Like I was really counting the ammo and I had to, whenever I saw ammo, it was like, oh, it's like seeing health when you're low on health because yeah. it's just like, oh my God, ammo, I need one. That. One is very much like that as well. Yeah. One is very much like that. Um, but this, this one is more combat heavy anyway. Um, so when I watched the trailers, when I played a bit of the, the Maiden demo, I didn't play the others, and sort of read about it, it seemed to me like the game was essentially Resident Evil 7 meets 4 meets 1. And that is, like, absolutely it. It is essentially a best of of Resident Evil mm. in one game, is, is probably the best way to describe it. And I don't think that that's coincidence, that it's out this year, which is the 25th anniversary of the series. I think this is this game is a celebration of Resident Evil. It has callbacks to all the best games all the best bits mm. um so if you're a fan of the series this is kind of like the ultimate resident evil game and i think that that is to the game's credit but it's also to the game's detriment in terms of it having similar as you sort of alluded to just there similar failings to the rest of the series um yeah. in terms is it of it very its action way, orientated like similar to like five and six it is not that action orientated it is Essentially, it is the perspective of Seven, um, mm. and it continues the story of Seven. Um, it has the setting and the combat of Four, but in first person. And it has sort of puzzles and a few settings that are similar to One 
in the way that it's like collecting keys and collecting different items and combining and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like a nice mix of all of those games together um, yeah. in a good way. Because I love Moiska says, I can't wait to play games with my future partner. That's so cute. The misbehaving correctly says, it's cute until you're better than them and then they frustrate you. Isn't that the way? Mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when you learn Mood. to let go. Let go of the relationship, Mr. Wibble, or... <laughs> <laughs> so that's when you're like no sorry i've uh leveled i've out leveled you <laughs> yeah ali was like can we play eight together and i was like i think i'm gonna review it and then i arrived and i was like i can't wait for you sorry <laughs> so i've been playing with headphones and he's been in the other room <laughs> okay <laughs> well i can just whip through it and you can enjoy um, and then you can watch him play it and be like oh god he, why isn't he getting that why isn't he getting yeah, that oh. he's gonna play it next so i will i will do my best not to backseat you're gonna backseat um, the hell out of it I, I can't wait for you tomorrow in the chat be like oh god I no, can't no, believe look, you're not getting this. I got this in like two minutes. I can't believe you're taking 15 minutes going and finding this key. I'm just waiting for that. I will never do that. I mean, it's not that difficult anyway. You'll be fine. Um, it is... Um, so I guess some more general thoughts. It is a bit top-heavy. Oh, I that like that. The, that sounds great. There you go. Sounds suitable. In that the best bits happen early. Mm. Isn't it really um, gay? Is it really gay? Yeah. It's or camp. gay. It's camp. It yes. is, um, as you can probably tell from the trailers and stuff as well, it is, um, no, I am not going to backseat. I promise you I won't backseat when Ben's playing tomorrow. I will keep quiet unless unless you want a hint, in which case, fine. Um, it, you won't backseat, it, it'll just be like, oh, fucking hell. It'll, the constant like face palm emote. <laughs> I can't promise that. Um, it is, it, it's essentially an ode to gothic horror. Um, but it's done with a Resident Evil twist. So what you've seen so far is lots of vampires and werewolves, and it's got it's got that it's it's vampires, it's werewolves, it's the supernatural, it's ghosts, it's witches and graveyards and spooky rituals. Like it's mm. it's very fantastical, um, which personally I really like because I love that kind of gothic horror, um, and I really sort of bought into the fantasy of it and the adventure feel of it. Which also means that it is not scary. Like, there's a couple of moments that are a bit freaky, but overall, it is not a scary game. Um, the whole of Lady Dimitrescu, I was just giggling through most of it, just being like, "Oh my god, bite me and step on me." Um, to bottom. Yeah. Which I did. I did absolutely just run at her, just to be like, "What are you going to do if I just stand here?" <laughs> and did she? treat you as you wanted to be treated i'm, I'm not gonna tell you that oh. i mean she does literally chase you being like stupid man thing <laughs> I'm like that's me that is me yeah man i am man thing, thing. um <laughs> meat so it's it's just it's really fantastical and i really like that whereas i was less keen on seven because seven was much more sort of human grounded sort of horror um and and this is much more like old school gothic victorian kind of horror which i just buy into way more but it does mean that it's not particularly scary but it has more of an adventure feel to it i'm down for all that i love resident evil 2 that i played three there was a bit more a lot more actiony i've loved seven especially the first part when it's like a, a typical kind of haunted house like i said the equivalent of like season one of american horror story where it's just based on a, a haunted house really and and also, I like the way that the story kind of evolved. Yeah, I'm totally down for it. I've never There's played also... a Resident Evil game that I didn't like, except for six, I think it was, or five. I don't know. The one that I couldn't get out of a room. 
<laughs> for 20 yeah. minutes. I think this, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. It's, it's far more than just Lady Dimitrask. And that's been all over the promotional material and makes you think that that's a big part of it. But that happens early mm. and there is so much more to the game that happens after that, that takes on all these other twists, um, all these other little areas and each area is kind of like its own little self-contained thing but you keep coming back to the village in the center as this like central hub um but you then go off and do different things and you meet different characters that all represent these different types of horror um which is really interesting um it's just there are towards the end it's sort of all of its story comes at the end basically and it stuff happens and you'll see and i don't want to say anymore there was a question from anna as well if there was eye eye gore of which there is not so you are safe don't worry <laughs> do you know like people popping eyes and stuff i've got no interest in people popping eyes um i mean that's the other thing is that seven for me felt very much like it was made for vr with everything coming at your face oh. and wow this is you like sorry. your uh, arm here look at this everyone hears that that was really loud i'm sorry Sorry, everything's coming at your face. Um, in got seven, a bit too excited, and that was Ed's I got a dick very excited for coming on the face. There, that was Ed's dick was throbbing just then. That's not, <laughs> it wasn't the arm, <laughs> <laughs> it makes a sound, it, it resonates. It, it... Yeah, sorry, I'll just need to switch off. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> sorry, do you lose your train of thought? <laughs> just a little coming at your face. Everything's coming at your face in seven, whereas oh. this is just like it's first person, but it's not like, oh, we're going to put things at you and rah, rah, rah. like, mm. there's none of that. Seven it just was feels like VR, it's a first person it? game. It really was. Yeah. And when you're not playing it in VR, it's, it loses a lot of its impact. Yeah. Um, also, it looks stunning. Yeah. I mean, you're playing on PS5, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks stunning. There's some nice use of the haptic feedback with the uh, different weapons. Mm -hmm. um, but just the detail that you, that, that you see everywhere, the lighting, like, it's it's a very very good looking game. Very nice. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to playing that tomorrow and talking about it more next week. And we might have something a bit exciting on it on Monday, might we? We might. Yeah. Mm. That's true. All right. Um, we're going. On, by the way, we're going to go into the news in a second. Phoenix says, um, "I know I came in late, but was it discussed which century we think the Xbox X might be in stock for us mere nobodies? Get hot stock." Get hot, get the hot stock app. Um, it take it takes a while, but it tells you as soon as they're in stock. And they were in stock for like the reason I got one was they were in, they were in stock in game uh, that you could order online for like thirty minutes. And I was like, okay, I managed to get it. And I even checked like a little bit later, and they were still in stock. <clears throat> but yeah, it's called hot stock app. Um, Money says I hate secret things. Um, there might be something that we do on top of the podcast once a week but you'll have to wait to find yeah. out yeah you can probably guess but it's um yeah follow biggest uh, youtube.com slash biggest because it'll be only on there that's youtube.com slash biggest there, there you go. go what's been splitting headlines see i'm learning there you go you're learning the lingo. It's only taking you 20, however many. Yeah, <laughs> I've we'll it eventually. Um, I mean, this has been a slow news week, but we're going to go through some stuff anyway. <laughs> Did you mention about the Mass Effect DMCA stuff? Um, 
I didn't, <clears throat> but yes, um, that's the thing. Essentially, um, it, I saw it on a tweet. Um, the movie rights to Mass Effect have been bought by Warner Brothers, and that includes rights to the soundtrack. So if you are playing the game on Twitch, it's going to include the soundtrack, which mm -hmm. therefore could be DMCA'd. Which it won't. Okay, so the, it's been blown out of proportion on Twitter, as it always does. It won't. When you, if you get your uh, playthrough and you post it to YouTube, you probably won't be able to monetize it because of the soundtrack. You can cover it up if you want or turn music down to zero if you really want to monetize your playthroughs on YouTube. But most people don't. And normally it'll just maybe play an advert before it, which is like what I do. Like I, whenever, it, whenever I'm posting a stream or something that's got wrestling in it, it does exactly the same. Yes, technically they could go and DMCA strike everybody that's streaming Mass Effect, but are they going to do that? No, they're not. N the number they're, of people that are going to be playing it. Yeah, the number of people, the biggest streamers are going to be streaming it. Like, there's zero, and I'm going to touch wood at the time because, you know, you never know, but <laughs> yes, there is zero know. chance that there will DMCA strike anybody that's playing the game uh, <laughs> at all. But like I said, you might not be able to monetize it on YouTube, but who uses YouTube apart from me? YouTube.com slash Biggest Venice. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that they're going to do that. It's like... Like, WWE is so, so strict. I had a clip um, of something, of, it was the Hell in a Cell, when Hell in a Cell was on, they had like a promotional Hell in a Cell clip video, a uh, clip that was like 15 seconds long. I'd cut that down to like 10 seconds and I included it when I made a Hell in a Cell match and they blocked the video 100%. It was blocked in all territories. Yet, when I'm streaming WWE and they've got the intro songs on there as well, it, all it says when I upload it to YouTube is that you can't monetize it. So, like, that's exactly what Mass Effect is going to be as well. I mean, technically, they could DMCA strike me playing WWE, but they won't. <laughs> At all. We Which, hope. But yeah. We hope. So, play it and don't worry about it. Don't, you don't need to put your music down to zero or anything like that. Well, if, you, if you want to monetize it on YouTube, do that, but it's not, they're not going to DMCA you. I'll take the hit if they do. All right. <laughs> if you heard that here first, all right. If you get DMCA'd, Ben will pay for it. No, no. I said if I get DMCA'd, I will accept it. Oh. For playing Mass Effect, for playing a video game on stream. Sure. Yeah. Moiska says, wasn't Henry Cavill rumored to play the main character? Well, he had a script that people zoomed in and unblurred, and it looked like it was Mass Effect uh, stuff. So who knows? Hope not. We can but pick hope. someone attractive instead. Oh, hush your mouth! Uh, How very dare! Well, if they fixed his, if he fixed his chin, but now he's just like too kind of generic. He's a bit generic, isn't he? Look, when I play it next week, I'm going to make a shepherd with a bum chin, and I'm going to live that fantasy. Wow. Or see if I can. Yeah. Um, so can I give myself green news. hair in, it, in Mass Effect? You can. You can do lots of things. Brilliant. There you go. All right. Yeah, no, I'm hoping to be able to talk about that next week. But, okay. You know, fingers crossed. I've touched wood on that. <laughs> I think I've upset um, everyone. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Ed, stick with it. Ed, Ed loves it. Don't don't turn off. Ed likes Henry Cavill. Cavill? Cavill? Cavill. Okay. Ed's met Henry Cavill. Have you? I've touched him. Have you? I've touched him. Like a wax version or a real version? No, real him. Did we have we I heard this story before? Well, I think maybe on Discord or something. Um, okay, we need this story. 
Hang on. I can show you the Instagram picture. <gasps> so I went to this like charity event that my sister was invited to through something that someone she worked with and it was some charity event um <laughs> can I just say the money is freaking out here sorry. <laughs> Not just money um yeah so it was some sort of charity event of people raising money um for some charity I, I literally all i knew was my sister was like ed henry cavill's gonna be there do you want to be there and i was like yes i fucking do um, how much did you pay to touch him well i think my sister bought us the tickets if i remember rightly and they were probably like 200 quid or something. Oh, nice for charity. <laughs> I was like, thanks, sis. Um, so we went. And obviously he was surrounded by um, screaming fans the entire night, which was lots of very, I can't really say this politely, but lots of slutty women who were just all over him, basically, trying to get attention. And I was like, One of them. move, bitches. Yeah. He's mine. He is mine. <laughs> and I waited the whole night to get a picture with him. Which I got, and it's on my Instagram, and obviously now I can't find... There we go. Oh, I think I have seen this. Wow. Oh, that's not focusing. But anyway, that is me and him. If anybody's listening to this on the podcast, that is Ed. Little Ed with Henry Cavill. Ms. Behaven says, I'd pay $200 to let Henry touch me. (laughs) Wow. Not Robbie Williams. Henry Cavill. He smelt delicious. Oof. Like delicious as in like pizza or like food. Whatever it was, I wanted to eat it. <laughs> so there you go. Wonderful. Anyway, that was a sidetrack. Yeah, sorry, where were we? <laughs> Mass Effect, yeah. Just a little story time. <laughs> Mass Effect DMCA. Um, Don't worry about it. Follows Ed on Insta. I mean, it's Ed underscore nights everywhere. Just, you know, it's yeah. it's no secret. <laughs> so um, Sugar Spray says, you lucky bastard. I'm super straight, but Henry could turn me. Not super straight, straight. <laughs> Henry could turn me. Oh yeah, yeah. Careful, Funny, careful even with if Henry super straight. Smelled a bit like poop. You'd still want to eat. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Anyway, <laughs> we're splitting headlines, not me. Um. So the first one is about Fortnite, which we all know that you are a massive fan of. I played some Fortnite the other night. There you go. Mm. Did you enjoy it? Um, yeah, I enjoy playing with friends. It's always more fun with friends because I played a little bit solo and I even did the 50 v 50 and somebody was griefing me and I was like, you know. Yeah, annoying. Yeah, I guess they're like, why are you just annoying. going after me and killing me? I don't like, I, I, I'm trying to do my tasks. Can you just leave me? And I want to go and, you know, break these structures or knock these trees down, which is what I need to do. Yeah. So basically there's this big, law battle going on between Apple and Epic at the moment Um, and lots of different information has come out um, including information about Fortnite which was that they actually planned to have um, Metroid as a a crossover oh my god um, along with so they've had like Master Chief and Kratos and they've got Aloy at the moment and Lara Croft so yeah they actually had a load of other characters planned which included Samus from Metroid um, there was also going to be uh, Naruto, Katniss from Hunger Games, The Bride from Kill Bill, um, John McClane from Die Hard, uh, all these other little things planned, which never happened. Wow. Um, <clears throat> there were also going to be some performances from Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, um, but none of it has happened yet. But it just shows you how mm. massive Fortnite is, that they are planning all these 
types of crossovers and little music events that just never actually happened. Maybe they will. I mean, it could still happen. It could I went. Still happen. I went to an in-game concert that was Marshmallow Mellow Mellow Marshmallow. Yeah, and it was incredible. Like you were, you went in and you went to the area and you couldn't kill anybody and you couldn't die. I think even if you died, you'd like respawn and, and pop back in. But it was like a giant stage was on. It was actually in the map, so it wasn't like a yeah. map replaced. It was actually in the map. They had a giant stage, and. Like, yeah, they started playing and then the music was playing and there was this DJ set. It was about 15 minutes, I think. Maybe maybe not even that. But like when songs were on, like they'd do some bits and you could just jump really, really high and you were bouncing. And then you at one point you were like floating in the air and like things were... Yeah, it was just such an incredible experience. It was like a virtual... Imagine a virtual concert, but they just took all the liberties to kind of... Imagine if you were in a, a concert in VR and they wanted to take you out of you know, just a typical standing there watching someone play music. They just did everything they could to kind of give you this like out of world experience. And it really was that. It was brilliant. Well, I don't know if anyone here is a fan of Porter Robinson, who is an electronic artist, um, but he did a concert uh, in VR that was last week, I think, uh, or the week before. And it was a whole, like you say, a whole stadium experience of him performing, but it was all done in VR and you could float around and go to different rooms and do loads of different stuff. Mm. Uh, which sounds very interesting. But yeah, so there were lots of Fortnite plans that never happened. Um, Ratchet and Clank, um, there was the, uh, the the PlayStation video thingy last yeah, week. I didn't watch that. Yeah, but it looks great. Um, but what they also announced in that same video is that Among Us is coming to PlayStation, um, which is kind of expected because it's on every other platform. Yeah, I was, say, I, I was like, wait, it wasn't on PlayStation? That was for me. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's not, not on PlayStation? Yet, but it, state of play. Thank you, Molly. What did you say? Um, the PlayStation play. thing. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah get the link Among up. Us is coming to PlayStation. And there's going to be some Ratchet & Clank skins as well, which is why they tied it into that uh, that video. So yeah, if you're still yet to play it and you own a PlayStation, then you can play that. There you go. It's good. I still play it. Very nice. Uh, more PlayStation news is that Sony have basically bought a minority stake in Discord. Uh, which I didn't know that. I just thought they had an agreement. I didn't realize they actually got a minority stake. Yeah, yeah. They've actually bought a minority stake. So originally there were rumors that Microsoft would completely buy out Discord um, and that was turned down. And I'm guessing it's because maybe they want to sell off and, and have little, little bits, yeah. um, which Sony have now jumped on. So it's not going to happen until next year, but there's going to be some sort of connection between Discord and PlayStation. I imagine it will just be that the app is on the console. So if you want to cross chat with people on other platforms, um, you can do that. But we don't know too much yet about what it is. Having Discord on PlayStation, being able to like connect your headset or whatever to a Discord chat is just brilliant. Yeah, I've wanted that for ages. Because that's the one thing, because we've said we're going to play uh, Demon Souls, or you're going to help me get through it. But obviously I'll play. we'll play it on PS5. But then mm-hmm. if you're going to play on either have to couple it up to your phone which is a bit of a hassle or at the pc which is for me is in a totally different like it's upstairs yeah. <laughs> so this would really like really work in our favor absolutely absolutely and then the last bit of news comes from yesterday for nintendo which is that there is this new game coming out mm-hmm. uh, which is coming out very soon it is the 11th of june uh, and it's called game builder garage and essentially, 
it is a way of Nintendo teaching you how to code games. Uh, and they've created these little cute characters called Nodons, or Nodons, I don't know. Nodons allowed. I think it's to do with nodes, so Nodon. Um, yeah. And they're little cute characters nudes. that... Nudes. Let's just call them nudes. <laughs> so in the Nintendo game, you nudes. have nudes. Yeah. And the nudes teach you things. Uh, the nudes represent different things, be it like controls or inputs, and you kind of connect them to create programming, and you can basically design your own games. So this is essentially Nintendo's answer to dreams. Does it seem more, like, seem easier to use than dreams? Yes. Good, because I mean, that's I, the one I've, thing. I played dream, a very little bit of dreams, and it was very complicated, even with someone telling me how to do it. But this looks very simple. I think all the games are sort of 2D, so it's not like you're creating big 3D worlds like in dreams. It's all 2D, um, mm -hmm. so it's much more simplified. And they have these little lessons, which are almost like puzzles that you have to work out that teach you how to play the game. And then you can create your own games and share them online, but only with friends, which yeah. is, to be honest, the real disappointment. Because if you could go and have a big community like in Dreams and find other stories, then that would be great. Um, but with this, it's only, oh, I've created this. I'll share it with a friend. So that online aspect seems quite mm. limited to me. Is it Nintendo's own or is it third party? No, no, it's Nintendo themselves. You'd think they'd learn then from Mario Maker. Like Mario Maker 2, they learned to, you know, maybe have it so you can, like, you know, play other people's creations. Yeah, exactly. But sadly not. And there we go. So that's coming out in June. Interesting. Interesting game. What date yeah. in June? Does it have a date? The 11th. Oh, I think that's my uh, partniversary. Is that the same day as Ratchet? Is that the same day as Ratchet? I was just thinking that. That's not, and that's also my partniversary and the start of the subathon, where we're going to try and uh, unlock some new... The is a Friday. I think that is the same day as Ratchet. Yeah, it is the same. How well, cheating. guess that's getting put on the back burner. I mean, I won't play that and I'll just play Ratchet instead. Yeah. So I'm going to do. It's going to be party. Anyway, oh. that was the headlines. That's the headlines. All right. Do you know what's been splitting opinions this week? I think we're about to be split. We are. We're going to be split live on camera. So one thing, there's going to be a few changes to the podcast in the future, especially after the 100 days of stream. Although we're going to try out a new, a few new things in the meantime, like that thing on Monday and uh, some other stuff. One of them, we're going to make the podcast a little bit longer, uh, especially after Biggest Brothers finished. So we, you know, we're starting it at a normal time. And one thing we're going to add is an extra segment at the end, which is taking your cues your questions so if you do have any questions for us uh we've also got a few other things lined up should we should we say any no no <laughs> maybe we've, we've mentioned one of them before like about potentially having guests and stuff yeah i mean we're gonna look at having some guests yeah but that's probably gonna be a bit later on uh especially after biggest brother and maybe after the hundred days but yeah we asked today, the question was, what questions would you like to ask us? Questionception here. And we've got some great ones. And we've got some bizarre, like some serious ones. And then I was like, wait a minute, you know, I don't particularly care about, uh, well, we do we do want some like serious ones, but also we want some goofy questions. Oh, like, can we... We want silliness. Can I we, mean, even just one? now, Mr. Ninja Koala has said, which Avenger is the most fuckable? Um, Spider-Man. Bruce Banner. Oh, Dan. no, not Bruce Banner. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Pre-Hulk, though. 
I don't. I'm sure you're more like into the Hulk. I mean, it's, it's a bit too big and green. I mean, you wouldn't see it. Um, <laughs> what's the yeah, like Moiska? What shampoo do you use? Um, I use uh, a L'Oreal Professional shampoo, oh, which God. I Is bought a massive. I bought a massive bottle of last year, and I'm still going through it. I just got some new stuff. I got Head and Shoulders. Oh God, no! You can afford better than Head and Shoulders. I can, but I just get it from the local. Like this, they only do about two different shampoos, and that's the nicest one. <laughs> Sixteen in one. Yeah, <laughs> it does everything. You can do your dishes with it as well. <laughs> your poor hair. Yeah, well, I'm fine. I just you know, give it a, a, a you know, whatever it comes out squeaking. That's fine. Oh no, you don't want it squeaking. That's the worst. You don't want squeaky hair? No. That means it's been like stripped of, of all the goodness and it's, it's, oh no. Don't okay, do that. Well, okay, I think I need to be, uh, you know, lectured and uh, informed oh, on what yeah, to do get, with my. Get yourself some conditioner or a it's hair mixed, mask. It's, it's, it's shampoo and conditioner. I mean, they tell you that, but is it really? Especially if it's coming out squeaky, that ain't conditioner. Oh, that means it's clean. God, let's move on. <laughs> it's not normal to run your fingers through your hair and end up with cuts in your fingers, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Okay. Um, what's the first question that you liked? I mean, you, you skipped to a last one. Should we just start from the top? Or do you want to start let's from the bottom? Start from the, we'll start from the top. Most important right. things are in, at the top. All right, Ollie says, if you could only pick one game to play for the rest of your life and all others had to be destroyed, which would you pick? Um, I'm going to do that cheat again. And I'm going to say Final Fantasy XIV. Because there's just... Yeah, it's like one of those games. If, if I could only... If, you know, if I got sent to prison for 10 years and they said, okay, but to pass the time, you can play a video game. Like, at the end of those 10 years, I still would not have probably completed... Uh, all those yeah for all the uh, Final Fantasy 14 quests see for me I'm thinking do I pick something that's kind of endless yes. or do I pick something that's just a really good story that I want to experience again and again mm. but realistically the answer is Breath of the Wild because there mm. is so much content in that that you could just and, and it's a world that I love that I would gladly just live in so I would probably say Breath of the Wild. Good shout. Even but... though it's not my favourite Zelda. No. Okay. Uh, Ollie also asked a second question. Which video game character would you say was the secret power bottom? Nathan Drake. Yeah, I'd say Jack from Jack and Daxter. I don't think that's a secret, but... <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. Secret, secret, secret. I'm trying to think of the options. Um... <clears throat> Shed and holders. So you need to refresh Neroxin. I think you're a bit behind. <laughs> um, yeah, have you, you been listening? Have you been thinking of that? What, Nathan Drake? Being the power bomb. I mean, no, it just came to me. But I mean, have you seen his ass? Mm. I mean, it's not that's been ruined. a bubble butt if ever I saw one. Yeah, that's true. Bounce off. Yeah. Um, yeah. It really came to you. It did, money. Yeah. These things just happen. Uh, um, okay. 
Moni said, by the way, if anybody's got any questions, because we're going to be keeping these, like we're not going to answer all of them today because we've, like, we've only got 10 minutes left. But any ones that we that aren't answered, we're going to put on a document and we'll keep them for future uh, for future ones. Uh, Leon from Resident Evil, yeah. We'll go for that, definitely. Nice um, which game were you disappointed by the most? Just um, the disappointed thing. Sigh. I'm trying to think. I mean, there have been games that I have played and not enjoyed, but not necessarily been disappointed i think one that that i really wanted to love because i love the series and was disappointed by was skyward sword mm. because i do love zelda and just there was so much of that game that irritated me and i just it just did not click with me in the way i wanted it to Ms. baby says story of seasons yeah i mean story of seasons i wasn't expecting it to be triple a and it wasn't and hopefully they'll fix it and a few of things and just make it a bit better. It's still addictive and still I enjoyed like the 60, 70 hours I played of it. Yeah, I mean, the obvious answer I think is uh, Cyberpunk. Um, Cyberpunk is just the most disappointing. Although I, I played it for like an hour and I mean, there's so many issues with Cyberpunk, not just technical ones, but I didn't really have any technical issues with it, but <laughs> they were like, hey, do you want a refund from it? And I was like, yeah, actually, yeah, if it is really this broken, I'm not even going to kind of get in you know get involved in it and i'll just get that refund um but like whew, i would say probably the most is for me there are two there's like some that started off really well and ended so badly that i like that was kind of disappointed one of those was detroit become human i played oh i love the beginning that of that game oh, the beginning was just so incredible it looked stunning it was like this futuristic um yeah not cyberpunk but like futures just neon lights everywhere it looked really cool and played really well. And then the story kicked in and I was like, oh, actually, I don't like where this is going. Um, and that by the end, I was like, that was not enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I'd say for me, the one I was thinking of when I was reading this question was Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, um, Because I loved the first one. One of my top five favorite games of all time. And then I played Resident Evil. Um, I keep saying Red Resident uh, Dead Redemption 2. And I still liked it. I still finished it. I still enjoy the game, but it was just... They tried to go too heavy on the realism and they made it feel like you were walking around with lead boots on because everything was so sluggish and everything needed to be re so realistic. But like the original didn't... It didn't have that huge kind of 100% realism. It wasn't a cowboy simulator. The first mm. one still had kind of an arcade feel and it sounds... It sounds daft to say it, but being able to just move your character really quickly with a flick of a of the joystick makes it a lot more fun to move around you're not like you know you're not like you're turning some kind of you know double decker bus when you're moving around a corner like it's you don't need to think about that you can just flick and that's what i like about ghost of tsushima and also with the assassin's creed games you can jump and it's not realistic that you can jump like this but it it makes it feel a lot better if you're a bit more uh, if you're a bit like lighter on your toes agreed that's mm -hmm. why i'm yet to play resident dead redemption it's Dude. still a great game and if they do release a ps5 version i'm going to play through it again but it's definitely going to be sure similar to me with uh ghost of Tsushima. like i'm just going to take my time a couple of hours at the in, in the evening just chill with it and that's that's the way that's the way to play it noted mm. uh what's next um go for it pats what game have you put the most hours into 
Animal Crossing. I was about to say Final Fantasy XIV. It used really... to be Final Fantasy fourteen, and then Animal Crossing just smashed that. Yeah. See, I'm trying to think because I have a feeling... Like, I, I tend to, like, play a game and then drop it. And I, it's rare that I go back or I get into a game so much that I want to just keep playing it and playing it and playing it. Um, so for me, it's... I mean, I know for a fact that Breath of the Wild is my most played game on Switch. But other than that, it would probably be something like The Witcher 3 or Persona 5 that Final are Fantasy? just... Um, are the, Final, well, the Final Fantasy games aren't as long as those. Anime 14. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's up there now. <laughs> now I mean, that, got... that will be my most played, yeah. undoubtedly. But Did you enjoy all of those it. hours? I know, I hated every second. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, you'll get to Heaven's Ward. Uh, you'll get to Shadowbringers and it'll be good. <sighs> As everyone tells me. Mm. Um, next question. How do I become just as esports in all games as Ben? I mean, I don't think I can answer that. You, um, it, I'm afraid it's a gift that you're born with, Dover. Um, yeah, you're it's either born, talent. you're born with the gift of esports, or it is injected inside you. Can we get injected? Yeah, it's actually one of the uh, the positive side effects of the uh, coronavirus vaccine. So you know, just go and get vaccinated oh. because you will become esports. Is it is it all of the vaccines, or is it just one of them? Uh, I think it's just the Oxford AstraZeneca. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if Pfizer makes really. you worse. There you go. Esports oh. is very different to esports. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, Slate, what game would you class as a hidden gem? Oh, Moderna. No, Moderna. Um, you only become a uh, a pro at Call of Duty Moderna Warfare. Oh my god! <laughs> no, <laughs> you did not just make that joke. <laughs> Not Moderna oh. Warfare. <laughs> Fucking hell. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Pfizer. Surprised you can even hold a controller after that. What's the next question? I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to do a pun. Uh, a hidden gem that you like. Um. Oh, God. It's like so many hidden gems are then kind of there's, there's some that like obviously Titanfall 2 is a hidden gem but it's not hidden because everyone just bangs on about it now who loves it like me so it's yep. not really it's a bit like the hey Final Fantasy 14 has got a free trial up to level 60 if you've ever tried it it's like that it's become that kind of thing that hey have you played Titanfall 2 it's amazing you should play Titanfall 2 it's one of the best first person shooter games of all time um, it's it's become the opposite I'm going to say Pokemon Shuffle Really? Yeah. Okay. That's it's an interesting fun choice. game that I played a lot of. Fair enough. Pokemon Shuffle. I think the thing is now, like, there are so many, so many games available, especially if you go on Steam, so many indie games that it's like a, a lot is just going to remain hidden forever, mm. you know, no matter how good it is. I think for me, I would look backwards and think of a sort of cult classic that wasn't played enough. And I will say Skies of Arcadia. Hmm. which is a RPG from Sega uh, that came out on the Dreamcast and then came out on the GameCube, which is where I played it. Um, and it's amazing, but it's sort of not... People who play it love it, but it's not 
it's not massively widely known or played. Yeah. Um, Annapurna games are hidden gems. Nearly everyone. Yeah. Uh, Florence. Have you played Florence yet? No, I do own it on PC. It's like and I'm a bit scared minutes. to play it. You can do it in. T- oh yeah, you can do it in like <laughs> twenty minutes. But yeah, if anybody wants to play Florence, twenty minutes. Goragoa is brilliant. I know. Yeah. Uh, Moni, I think it was Moni, or was it Amanda? I'm not sure. One of them recently played Goragoa. I love that game. I felt so clever finishing that. Oh, it was Amanda. Who did it? Uh, That's also on my Steam yet to be played. Yes. Could you say Street Pfizer uh, one and two? <laughs> Look, when someone said Pfizer, I immediately thought, "Oh, Street Pfizer," and then I thought, "Do you know what? I'm not going to make that joke because I'm not going to stoop to your level." AstraZeneca's Playroom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not this. No. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> is there a street pfizer booster oh, for christmas yeah. anyway um yeah next one question more. yeah let's do one more question do you want to pick a fun one um okay the fun one we're gonna pick like all the other ones we're gonna keep by the way um how what... about gary's if you oh. were a type of ice cream what flavor would you be would you want people to eat you? Well, it depends. Of course I want people to eat me. If I'm ice cream, I want to be eaten. <laughs> that's a, that's a interesting. Uh, well, I'm... What would I be? It's like, what's my favourite? But then what would I be? No, what would you be? Probably... Uh, Regret. Like, my favourite is rum raisin. Or, and how dare you, mint chocolate <laughs> chip. I'd probably be coffee because i'm more for like acquired tastes no be rum raisin because i'm full of alcohol <laughs> an acquired I taste hate, i hate i'm full of shit <laughs> <laughs> wow yes two flavors nobody like, what do you mean nobody likes rum um mint chocolate chip everybody loves mint chocolate chip mint chocolate chip's amazing i think yeah. i think misbehaving mint coffee oh yeah no, which coffee. is also a bit of an acquired taste. oh yeah no coffee coffee ice cream can get in the bin pistachio is a great choice um no, according to the um, the 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 kink uh, questionnaire that we were doing earlier on stream, I would one hundred percent be vanilla. <laughs> yeah, you one hundred percent vanilla. But what were the other bits? Did you post it? No. Well, I did, but let's not talk about that now. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by this, there would be. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't do shit flavored. Scat flavored. Tastes like two. Wow. Um, yeah, that would be my ice cream rum raisin. Very I got nice. ID'd when I was in my early 20s for buying a rum raisin ice cream down in Cardiff Bay. Wow. There you go. I say that I got ID'd last week buying Prosecco. She was like, <laughs> can I see your face? I was like... Yeah, well, oh, yeah, you're definitely, definitely <laughs> old enough. <laughs> oh, you've got very young eyes. Can you cover your mouth and... Cook? Have you got a mask there? Can you cover? I need to stop doing that. Stop whacking your willy. Yeah, no, actually, that, you do it like a child. See that? That is a. Does anyone else agree? Looks like a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without seeing the stubble, child. Oh my god, one day. Right. Are you ever going to do like a clean shave? No. 
I oh. completely refused to do that. That'll be the last hilarious. time I did it was a good few years ago, and it was not a good look. Oh, be like a twink. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> it was this fourteen-year-old. All right. <laughs> well, on that uh, on that note, I think we'll call it a night. But thank you to everyone for the questions. Keep putting questions in there if you want. We will um, add them to a list and answer them in future shows. Because yeah, after Biggest Brother, so in a couple of weeks, we're going to do what? Uh, podcasts that are an hour and a half and a bit more chilled a bit more laid back but yeah thank you we aka ed thanks money so well ed where do we find you have you broken your have you broken your brand new arm on your no, microphone i haven't broken it i'm just trying to maneuver it and it's not going and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna things are just gonna fall faff. over uh yeah well we'll we'll we need to do the ed smr of course <gasps> How could you forget? Wait, sorry, we're going to get... So you're going to edit some... Uh, do we do we include it in the podcast? No, we're going to include it in the podcast, yeah. We did last time. Okay, yeah, we will. Let me just wet my whistle. He's going to wet his whistle. Okay, Ed, the floor is yours. i go straight into it then. I'm going to mute myself. So what I wanted to do was angle this more... sound okay good okay so last week we opened some pokemon cards and we found some pokemon that we definitely wanted to be stepped on by which included onyx who has a Three. No need to shout, it's okay. We'll hear you. There is a microphone in front of you. <laughs> Number three. So this is another pack of sword and shield battle styles. There are ten cards inside. Who do we think? 
Apparently it just bent down too quickly. <laughs> There's nothing more satisfying than opening a quick pack. Alright. We've got our ten. So, we don't need the instructions. Well, actually we do need the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's weeping and it's really dangerous. You may make your opponent's active Pokemon burned and poisoned. Beware of the mucus. Good time. Ten points to you to pound down. He'd probably step. 
need to find a Resident Evil mod that replaces Dimitrescu with Mr. Mime. I'm sure one will exist. Okay, this next type is a grass type. It's called Fomantis. I don't like it when it's all foamy.
because you're filthy. <laughs> this Pokemon is ball toy. <laughs> Not ball toy. <laughs> ball toy. <laughs> well, we found the winner. Ball toy. <laughs> Sorry, there's a Pokemon called Ball Toy. So, I think our favourites are Ball Toy. And Weeping Bell. The other Weeping Bell. Uh, <laughs> didn't they must have known? I think they're, they're our favourites this week. But I think the Cumpig is still, is still the best yeah. overall. Cumpig and Ball Toy, I think they're both... They progress to the next uh, stage. And that was Ed S M R. Well, thank you for that, Ed. There you go. Yeah. Go and clean yourselves up. And, uh, and I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, Ed, how do we find you? You can find me on social media at ed underscore knights with an N for the knights. And I don't yet have an ASMR channel, but, but maybe yeah. I'll change that. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's coming. Literally. Uh, I'm biggestbenis.com. If you go on there, you can just find me. But I'm, yeah, biggestbenis1 on Twitter, biggestbenis on Twitch. Uh, but uh, yeah, please, 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 please listen to us and join us on, um, uh, what's it called, on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcast. Split the screen. If you go to splitthescreen.com, you can uh, subscribe to us and listen to old podcasts if you want on there. See us progress. Oh. Oh, we've lost. One second. Where's he gone? We're gonna go and uh, bring him back now. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was perfect timing, I suppose. Uh oh, I can see myself twice now. Ah that's the last thing you want. Hello? Hello. I don't know what went wrong there, but there we go. I think it, we timed out. I, I think it said my connection disconnected, which is weird because I haven't dropped a yeah. single frame. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Thank you very much for joining GoSplitScreen.com. Find us on there. I'll be back tomorrow. Well, I'll say that in a second. But yeah, Ed, thank you very much. You're welcome. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Oh, be yeah. there. Or be. I mean, we're not even recording, but it's no, too I mean, late this, now. Well, we, I did click on record, but I mean, this it'll abruptly end, I think, the podcast. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> be there. Be there or, or be, be split. split.